0: Psalm 24 verse 1, we're going to read two scriptures, I specifically told us that this morning, in addition to the prayers we prayed, we would also be praying just in line for those that have businesses and all of that, so before you pray this morning about businesses and funding and all of those things, one of the things I want to really ask you is that, do you have a clear goal in your mind? Because what are you praying about? What are you praying Do you have a clear goal in your mind? The Bible says you ask and receive not because you ask and miss. He didn't say that because it's not powerful. He said you actually pray. He said you actually ask, but you ask in the wrong way. So in this kind of prayer, people are going to come up and say, "Father, I need money. What does money mean?" And let me say something to you. please pay note of this. The major reason why people don't get specific is the fear that it will never happen. And let me tell you something. once your prayer is predominated on fear, it will fail, because prayer works by faith. Did you get what I just said? Yes, sir. When you see people that want to pray general prayers, and never want to get specific. At the root of it is the fear that, let me just pray it and let, that it will fail. But what I'm saying is very simple. When you pray this kind of prayers, when you get specific, you're only saying to God, I believe you can do it. And when prayer Is predicated on fear, the prayer will fail. Because we understand, all of us know, that prayer works by faith. Glory to God. So let's read Psalm 24 verse 1. And this would give you, we're going to read Psalm 24 verse 1, Psalm 50 verse 10. Hallelujah. Psalm 24 verse 1, Psalm 50 verse 10. The Bible says, The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness, you know, sometimes because it's King James, um, you will not understand that. But those, you know, I learned, the person that read this psalm to me very structurally was my mom. So I remember it in my local language. The local language said, when it says the fullness, it says everything that is inside it. It said, in other words, God is the landlord of the earth. Everything belongs. It said, it said the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. He said everything inside belongs. He said, Let's see what it says. He said, the earth belongs to God. And everything in it, natural resources, budgets, finances, opportunities, everything belongs to him. And he says not just everything belongs to him, even the people that own it belong to him. Glory to God. So let's read again. So you want to just understand. He said, the earth is the Lord. And the fullness thereof, the fullness, and they that dwell in it. And it's a very simple prayer. Lord, because the earth is yours and I am your child, this is what I'm praying about regarding funding for my business. This is what I'm praying about regarding provision for your project. Lift up your voice and let's go into prayer, everybody. Let's Let's go into prayer. Let's go into prayer. Let's go into prayer. Let's go into prayer. The Bible says the edge is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Let's go, let's go, let's go into prayer. The it is is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The edge is the Lord and the fullness thereof. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus We are asking today We are asking in Jesus name That because the Lord The earth is the Lord And His fullness thereof That the specific desire Concerning your business funding The specific desires Concerning your project funding It will come in the name of Jesus Christ In Jesus name name we pray. Psalm 50 verse 10 please. Psalm 50 verse 10. The Bible says in Psalm 50 verse 10, for every beast of the forest is mine and the cattle upon a thousand hills." What's it saying? When he says every beast of the forest, it says that both the human resources and the material resources, it says I lay ownership to everything. And the reason why is that as we pray for funding, it's going to go through human channels. It's going to go through material channels. And this is a prayer today. That Lord, because this is what you said, that whatever the beast of the field, you know, you must also remember that the Bible sometimes is a metaphoric. So when the Bible says the beast of the forest, you must understand that it was, the Jews was a primarily agricultural setting. So the beast for the forest was very core to what they did. So for you, the beast of the forest may not be core to what you do because you are not in agriculture. But it might be land because you are in real estate. It might be, it might be funded because you are in finances. It might be raw material because you are in production. And you are declaring that Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, these things come to me by free cost. Please understand, what does free cost mean? Free cost means they come to me without any hindrance. That's free cost. Because sometimes we say these things we don't understand. Somebody say free cost. He said, these things come to me by free cost. The resources in the finances, the resources in material. Why do we say so? Let's read again. He said, for every beast of the forest is mine. And the cattle upon the tiles on you. Listen to me. If I take my jacket and call this guy that is playing the guitar and say, my brother, I love you, take the jacket. Nobody can arrest me. It's my own. Is that not true? Is if I take your jacket that you can arrest me. Is that not true? Yeah. So if God says it's his own and he gives it to you, who can challenge Him? That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. We're saying that God said, this is mine. Lord, if it's yours, I'm your son. It's sons that inherit the father. Is it not sons that inherit the father? Let's go ahead and pray, everybody. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. pray. Oh, yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus, the Bible says, Every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon the thousand (laughs) hill. sek he nash kapale garre atha kapase praha tha Tabasata. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we're asking you, God. We're asking you, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the floodgates will open up mightily. In the name of Jesus, we're praying that all the funding will trickle in. We're praying that all the funding will trickle in. We're praying all the funding will trickle in by free course. By free course. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, when there was a lack for a project, Where there was a lack of God, it was trickling by the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Will you please lift up your hands towards heaven? The Bible says, Unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly far beyond what we can ask or think. Lord, I present your sons and your daughters to you. Some of them are starting out in business some of them are want to scale in their business some of them have a private project some of them are vowing for a license some of them are looking for some kind of funding the bible says that cattle upon the thousand ill is yours he said the beast of the forest is us i declare that by free course let the wind of heaven ha-kabaya. I said by free course let the wind of heaven the bible says quails will drop themselves around the camps of israel by free course let the wind of heaven the same way manna was dropping overnight in the camp of israel by free course let the wind of heaven begin to drop manna for you begin to drop provision for you begin to drop funding for you in the name of jesus Anywhere there's complication, the power of God destroys the complication. He says, The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Ah, you are God's child, receive of the fullness. Ah. You are God's daughter, receive of the fullness, man. Ah. In the name of Jesus Christ, listen to me. This quarter two, funding will be meeting, funding, provision of meeting, provision. Project that have been stuck because of finances. The funding is released in the name of Jesus. Men's heart becomes willing to you. Oh, glory to God. In Jesus' name. Somebody shout Amen three times before you have your sets. Glory to God. Please, you can have your seats. You know, when you read the Bible, there are some very powerful things you will just see. Let me just show you one. You know, the last prayer I prayed, I said, men's heart becomes what? Willing to you. Let me show you a scripture that you can help with that. Exodus chapter 35. You know, some of those prayers, it's just, it's better in your vernacular. In my vernacular, that prayer is that, I'm always careful because there are a lot of people that don't even are non-Nigerians that watch online, so they get lost. So, permit me just for today, once more time. See what the Bible says, Exodus 35 verse 5. And take you an offering unto the Lord, whosoever is of a willing heart. That means heart is willing. The Yoruba word is this, your heart just become, so they just like, oh, no, 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 no. You want to do that? I can help with that. You're not even asking them for it. Say, man's heart has been made willing for me. And that's so weak. I don't know why you say it so weak. Yeah. Praise God. Wow. Even God himself says, the way I take an offering is that I make the heart of men willing. That's so powerful. That's how God takes his own offering. Glory to God. Let's turn our Bibles to Ecclesiastes chapter 9. And please, I want to um, say this to you. We have a big prayer week next week. It's um, 30th, 30th, 31st and the 1st will be fasting. Normally the fasting is 1st, 2nd and 3rd, but it falls, 1st, 2nd and 3rd falls on the weekend. So we're doing 30th, 31st and 1st. And the theme of the prayer is no more delay, no more delay. Yeah, no more delay. And, you know, amongst other things, I really also want to pray for people that have marital delay. And I want them to take it seriously. There will be an announcement. We're going to have some kind of preparation in terms of teaching online to WhatsApp. Praise the Lord. I also want to remind you that every Wednesday we have midweek services. Yeah. So, yeah, every Wednesday we have midweek services. And um, I think you should come. You know, you can't just be a Sunday, Sunday Christian. I think you have to do better than that. Praise the Lord. Yeah, and all of those people watching from all of our family, friends, and family watching from London, remember that on the May the 1st, we have next-level prayers in London. I, I'm not sure if, you, if we showed you what happened, about it, but it was fantastic. We were hoping to have 1,000-plus people. Um, by the time it was 30 minutes to the event, we had 2,000 people already, 30 minutes to the event. Uh, you know, eventually we must have had over 7,000 people. You know, people were just everywhere, everywhere. And we believe in the same thing for London. We believe, so all of you that have family, friends, you have cousins, you have uncles, sister, brothers, friends, business colleagues in London, take the flyer, send it to them. I thought they would put up the flyers for me. Take the flyer, send it to them and ask them that you need to be in this service. It's going to be really powerful. I met with the London team, you know, last um, few days ago online. We have a physical meeting sometime in, in the next few days also. Praise God. All right. So let's go. So please, maybe we should pray one more prayer. You know, but I will pray it for you then. And this is a prayer I want us to pray, that in the course of this teaching, i God got to open your eyes. Oh, yeah, that's very important. That's very, because resource can be next to you and you will not see it. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, as your word is taught this morning, Open the eyes of your people. Lord Jesus, some people are really struggling and some people are desperate and they have nowhere to go to. I'm asking you, because of your mercy and grace in the cost of this teaching, open their eyes. In Jesus' name. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, and we're going to start from verse 16. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, we're going to start from verse 16. You're going to read, we're going to read together. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 16. Glory to God. Next month we'll be teaching, very important subject, how the Spirit leads and guides. Praise the Lord. How the Spirit leads and guides. So, Ephesians chapter 9 verse 16. So, let's go ahead and read. The Bible says, Now there was found in it a poor wise man, and yet by his wisdom delivered the city, yet no man remembered the same poor man. That's 15, verse 15. I'm sorry. i said from verse 15. Let me start again. Now there was found in it a poor wise man. The Bible says the man was poor and wise. And by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no man remembered the same poor man. Why? He said, then said, I, Wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's voice is despised and his words are not heard. One of the things poverty does that it takes your voice from you. Oh yes. Poverty can turn a firstborn into a lastborn. Oh yes. In a family where the firstborn should have a clercé, the firstborn can have a clercé just because it's financially struggling that's something that poverty can do and that's why you need to make up your mind that nothing will take your voice it's something you need to do for yourself you need to make up your mind that nothing will take my voice just imagine the Bible says this man is very wise but his voice is taken not because he's not intelligent because there's no finances So as we, as we talk about business funding today and how to believe and pray for it, one of the things you need to consider is this, and this is why funding is very powerful, because when there is no funding, your ideas will remain ideas and never turn into products. And a lot of people, I've met people like that, that have brilliant ideas. They're very intelligent. But the platform, what will give them expression has been taken. The second thing that happens, and, and, this, is, and this is why you will see people are just talk. They will just say, you just, you know, and when they're talking, people are like, what are you talking about? And the reason why is that, if you know so much, why can you produce? But the core reason is that at the core of it, there's no financial power to execute. The second reason why funding is important is this. Because there are certain, if not all markets, there are certain markets you cannot break into. Except financial capacity, power is available. That's the truth there are markets you cannot break into. you know there are, it's just that you cannot break into it. And I'm saying so because I'm saying so because some of you you want to grow, you want to scale and I know that you're very strategic, but one of the key things that is going to make you explode is that there's funding for that next phase. The third reason why funding is important is this. Funding is going to determine the size of your game. People that enter real estate with 100 million and people that enter with 10 billion, they can never be the same. And the reason why I'm saying this is that for some reason, some people don't take funding seriously. I- I'm telling you, they were just like, you know, when you're young, you think energy is everything. Oh yeah, when you're young, you think energy is everything. They don't think Foddy very seriously. If if you want to enter the game, funding is going to determine the size of game you enter into. When you hear microfinance bank, merchant bank, commercial bank, it's just a structural way of saying how they enter the game. People that cannot enter the game very well, they came with small money, they give them micro-banking license. People that enter the game with higher money, they give them what? Lending money license. People that enter the game with more money, they give them what? Merchant bank. People that enter the game with real money, they give them commercial banking license. So, I'm saying so because how you enter the game matters. So, we read in this verse quickly here. That this man was wise, and I don't want to become that kind of person. And let me say something to you. This man was wise. This man was intelligent. This man was very significant. But one of the core issues was the fact that he was poor. And because he was poor, his wisdom, his intelligence, all of those things could not just be applicable. So the question now is this, and this is the next scripture, Proverbs chapter 6. This is very powerful. Yes, and this is very powerful. And because I love to stay on an area when I teach. Why is it that I'm a Christian, I'm praying for this, and it has not happened? Because, you know, it's almost as if sometimes it's a trick. There's just one trick there. Okay, so Proverbs chapter 6. So, why do people really pray for funding, pray for projects, and the money is not there? The first reason, I'm going to come to the scripture, is this. Most people that are praying for funding Most people that are crying for project funding, business funding, they cannot see it. And the way money is, everybody look up here. You raise money inside before you raise it outside. The way money is, you raise it inside before you raise it outside. I know I said Proverbs chapter 6, but let's do John chapter 6 first. Let me show you something. So, a lot of people, so I'll give an example wow John chapter 6 verse 6 the Bible says this let's read from verse 5 and Jesus Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw the multitude a great multitude come to him and they said unto him Philip where shall we buy bread that this may eat what he was saying is where will we have the resources to take care of those people See what the Bible says. Verse 6. And this is said to prove him. Proving means he wanted to see how he was thinking. He wanted to use it to teach him something. He said this, for he himself, what? No, come on. Let's read together now. For he himself, what? He knew. So, when he was asking Philip, he was not asking for an opinion. He knew how he was going to get it. But he was trying to show Philip... How he was thinking. Listen to me. Every time God asks you a question, pay attention because God knows the answer. God knows the answer before he asks you. God knows what you will say. But guess the next thing. God wants to teach you something. So, Philip now said this. (laughs) Philip said this. The question, now, take note of the question. What's the question? Let's say it together now. Ah, no, no, no. We have to do better than that. Ah, this, ah, no, 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 no. Someone say, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know it's, it's early morning here, but I know you can do better than that. Someone say amen. amen. Say I'm receiving. Am receiving. Glory to God. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Lift up your hand and say hallelujah. hallelujah. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. We're doing better. All right. So let's read now. What was the question that Jesus asked? He said, where shall we buy what? Quick, quick question please come sir, let me get a microphone let me get a microphone, uh, let me just do something quickly let me ask him the same question and I want to hear his answer sir where can I buy bread for all? This? where can I buy bread to feed these people where I just, I'm not, it's not a trick question, just a normal question if I come to you, yes sir shop right, okay because when I say where, the question is about what location, is it a location question Thank you. Thank you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, let's see the answer of Philip. When you say, if I say, where is your car? Car park. It's a location question, right? Where can we my bread? Let's see the answer of Philip. <laughs> the Bible says this. Verse 7. Let's do together. One to go. You need to read with me. One to go, right? one, to, one to go, yeah? Answered him. Penny what? question. Was that the answer to the question? What was the problem? Because Philip could not see it, he was misbehaving in his mind. Philip didn't see. The thing is that Philip could not conceive that they could feed the multitude. And because he could not conceive it, when the opportunity for him to take the next step that will lead to it happened, he misbehave. Many people think that they are praying for funding that has not come. It's not true. Most times when you pray for funding, the opportunity will open up. But because you cannot see it, when you find the opportunity, you will stumble. You will be like Philip and say nonsense. Why? Someone says, why did Philip answer that way? We answer what we hear, not what was said. And we don't hear what was said. We hear what? what, Where we are mentally. We hear where we are mentally. So, for example, if I say give me 20, to someone, it's someone is 20 now, someone is 20,000. someone is 20 million. But I said 20, what did you hear? You hear where you are. So, as soon as Jesus said, Where shall we buy bread? Philip was like, Do we have enough money to buy bread? Can we have Philip was caught up on the on the limitation? This cast mentality was holding him back. Why am I saying this to her today? When it comes to funding, then eh? The first war you must win is internal war. And I want to show you. How many of you here? I want us to be honest. And you just raise up your hand and put it down quickly, just like that. You've not been able to raise five million for your business. Just go up down, just up down. No, five million is a lot. One million for your business. Up down, just up down. Yeah. Quickly. Want to go? Good. Good. Just to let you know, who are here. I want to use something that's small. You think you don't need to raise one million. It's not true. If they say you had the kidney problem and you need one million, 1.5 million now, you'll die. Won't you raise it? The reason why you have not raised it is that nothing has happened to you to make it a must. Did you hear what I said? That thing is still, I, I should. It has not become, I must. It's still, I should. It has not become what? I must. It's still, I should. Let me tell you something. The people that say I've not raised 1 million here, if they say your sister needs 5 million to replace her kidney, the way you will get the money in one week, you'll be surprised. Question, did you have the resources already? You did. How come you, you can get it for health? Because health demand crisis pushed you to your limits. That's why the reason why that when you people that travel abroad in developed countries, if you see how they do well, they don't do well exponentially, they do at well middle level. Why? There's no crisis to challenge status quo. So once they're earning 80,000 pounds, 100,000 pounds, 120,000 pounds, two houses in London, they can drive cars, school, they travel all day, we're settled. Once they move to Lekki and they can stay in Lekki phase one and they have three houses, they are settled. Because, but let me tell you something, and that's why, I don't know if you noticed this, uh, there was really something about the generation passed down generation every wealthy generation, only 20 percent of them keep the money to the next generation. and it's simply one thing because even though they give their children the money, the children do not have the drive to sustain the money. So when people want to raise money the first thing is that thing within them they say um, I, I, I need one million it's not that you need more million. must you have more million once you have that most the money will come out it will come out. So the the major thing, the major thing. So once you say, um, you know, I'm just looking for hundred million. See, there's a way you are looking for the money eh, that it's not yet a must it, on the inside. And this thing I'm saying is an internal journey. It, it has nothing to do with the external. It's an internal journey. It's an internal journey moving yourself and say that I want to do this. to so I must do this. It's an internal journey. And let me say something, this thing is not about money, it's about the goals in our lives. As long as your goals is, I should, I should, I should, you will never do it. And that's why I want to say something to you. Sometimes what God used to bless you the most is crisis. You know why? Crisis gives you leverage that nobody can give you. I'm telling you, I mean, look at the word of Apostle Paul. Paul said that, Paul said that, an angel of Satan was given to buffet me. Why? He says, in my weakness is the strength of God perfected. See, one of the beautiful things about crisis is that when you have crisis, what you should do, become what you must do. Let me give you a good example. Let me give you the example. Have you seen anybody that lost weight radically? Either your uncle, your friend or something, radically. In one year, they just changed. Anyway, have you seen someone like that before? Go and ask them. There was a health crisis. Yes or no? Ah, uh-huh. why? Everybody knows you should lose weight. But when the doctor tells you, is it that you lose it or you die? It moves from shoe to what? Must. It's not as if you can't raise the money. It's not a must for you yet. It's not that you can't raise the money. It's not a must. It's good to say it's a must, but when it's a must, it's a must. When it's a must, in two weeks you will find the five million. You will see someone say that. I've been trying to lose weight. I've been trying to lose weight. I've been trying to lose weight. I mean, there's son I've been talking i There's someone in our church. I've been talking to him about his weight for about four years. His wife has complained. Blah, 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 blah. Lose weight. He said, Pastor, I said, I'm always. He said, Pastor, in fact, I have an instructor now. I give gym in the morning, but the gym is getting bigger. <laughs> he got sick. When he got sick, I saw him three months after. He said, I've lost 10 kg. I said that. When the thing that will make you lose weight comes, you will. You have not just found it. And let me say something to you. This is the difference and this, this thing there is a difference between a Christian that succeeds and an hombre that, that succeeds. Because the Christian is going to spiritualize his own method and say in his time he makes all things beautiful. You're going to look for religious concepts to support the fact that you have not gotten it. An unbelief does not understand those concepts. So he goes for it. direct. Are you here Somebody? So, when it comes to finances, I don't want you to say it. Because you must know that the resource is first within. It's not, and let let me backtrack a little. When you read the Bible and read true life stories, the people that raised resources eventually, was it easier for them? What happened? They just made up their mind. It wasn't easier for them. The people that eventually, you you look, I mean, look at the people that raised resources. It was not easy for them. Because you're saying that i have not raised because it's very tough. I'm only saying that i have not raised because it's very tough. Because it's always tough for people that raise resources that way. The difference is this. They raised it despite the odds. Are you here, somebody? So you hear a story of a businessman that will tell you that, ah. You say, Pastor, it was very tough, but they found a way. It was very tough for what? But they found a way. And I'm saying so because this thing is where all our prayers and thinking rest. This is where all our prayer and thinking rest. This is where all the prayers and thinking rest. Because once this goes wrong, the price is going to go wrong. The thinking would go wrong. The next steps will go wrong. Glory to God. I say glory to God. Look at Matthew chapter 8. Wow. Even if those I can teach in the first service, that would be good. I'll just continue in the second service and third service. Matthew chapter 8. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? You, you understand what I'm talking about? This is the reason why that some of you are never able to save until house strength comes. Why? House strength will give you the energy to come. But when they say save normally, you can't save. But when house strength comes, what happens? Because your should becomes a must. Your I should save become what I must save. So this is what I'm saying to you. The reason you've not raised money is that you've not given yourself enough reason, enough reason why it is a must. That's what I'm saying. Once you give yourself enough reason why raising this fund is a must, you will raise it. And the reason I'm saying so that once you know it's a must, then your mindset, you see, there's a way your mindset will change. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just can't imagine someone that, you know, is trying to raise what, 500000 for his business. They're now telling me that if you don't get $5 million for this, just for, for your health, you will die. You know, the way it goes, first of all, eh, his mentality changes. The, the 500,000 for business, eh, if I get it, she about his business or not. When they say 5 million or you die, ah, he says no, I don't want to die. Since he has chosen what he does not want, what he does not want, that he doesn't want to die. Otherwise, I must raise what? The 5 million. It's a must. So once he has that mindset, the way he would do it would eventually happen. The challenge is that when it was time for 500,000, hey, if I don't raise it, Shiva will use what I have, grow it until it gets there. You you see how he has created loopholes in his thinking. Someone says, how can I move my shoes to a mosque? I will, I will help you. When you get to write on a piece of paper what you are believing for, write five reasons why it must happen. When you when you tell yourself why it must happen, it moves. move. Look at what the Bible says. Matthew chapter 8. And the mentality, so why is that important? Until your should becomes a must, you will not have the supportive mentality to be able to do what you want to do. So let's see what the Bible says here. Very powerful. Matthew chapter 8, verse 16. The Bible says this. No, no, that's not what I want to read to you. Let me check Mark chapter 8. I think that's what I want to read. Yeah, Mark chapter 8. The Bible says this, and they reasoned amongst themselves, saying, because, let's go verse 15 first, so that you can get it. The Bible says, and they charged them saying, Beware of the living of the Pharisee, and of the living of of Herod. Verse 16 says, so Jesus Christ said to them, Beware of the living of the Herod. Verse 16 said, and the reason amongst themselves saying, it is because we have no bread. And Jesus knew it, and he said unto them, what reason ye? Because, why reason ye rather? Because you have no bread. Look at the next line. Perceive ye not, don't you understand? Don't is your understanding yet hardened. Do you have eyes and see not? Do you have ears and hear not? Do you not remember? What do you remember? Do you not remember I break the five loaves amongst five thousands? Among five thousands? How many baskets full of fragments took ye? And they said unto him twelve. So this was what you were saying. The question is that, did they have bread, yes or no? Talk to me, please. No, they did not. Read again. The whole story. In, at that particular time, did they have bread, yes or no? No, they didn't have bread. So, they said that Jesus was angry because they did not have bread. I just was saying that, what are you talking about? That the reason why, should, and watch what I'm saying. Jesus was saying to him that the reason why you should not think like that is this. And this is what God was saying. He said, even when you don't have capital or bread, remember the things I've done. It should let you know that I will do it again. Are, are you getting me? What does that mean? Every time God does a miracle, it's not just a miracle he's doing for you. He wants you to have a mentality that all things are possible. So what am I saying? If you had PCOS that doctors cannot treat, God healed it. Translate that PCOS into business funding. And say, what money could not do? God did it. What about what money can do? God will do it also. This is how you shift your thinking. This is how you shift your thinking. You could not have a child and now you got pregnant. You translate into your business. Doctors, no matter how much money you have, they can never give you a child. But God gave me a child. If He can do what they cannot do, guess what? Then this one is more. Don't you understand? If you come to me and if you see me, if you're on a queue, and you, you, you have a problem that is 300,000, the first person on the queue has a problem that is 10 million. I wrote him a check. Next person had a problem that is 5 million. I wrote him a check. The one before you, 1 million. I wrote him a check. As you, you that you are 300,000, what will you be saying? Thank God, though. No. My own is just what 300000 It doesn't get to me. What God is saying is this. If I can do the impossible, what about this one? Are you getting me? And the reason I'm saying so is that if your mind, because when I say make your mind and see it, it's just difficult to convince yourself that you can have the capital. It's difficult to just say, okay, I can have $300 million. It's very difficult. The human mind does not behave that way. I can't just say that I will give a steak to eat. That's not the human mind. It just, it's not rational. So God says, this is how you move your mind that is thinking impossibility into possibility. How do you move it? You look at what I've done. You translate the experience from that area into this area. I'll give an example. Have you ever seen someone that you had this kind? And because you had this kind, you've not, maybe you did something to your sister. And because of that, you go to him and say, Sir. Good afternoon. And it's not as if you didn't money, but there's a way you are gentle. There's a way you're humble. Just because of what you have made, you've transposed that experience from your sister into your own experience. That's what God is saying to you. That what I've done in your life, and this one it says there was a time you made a sales that nobody knew you could make. There was a time you raised money that nobody knew you could make. There was a time that something miraculous happened, you will take that experience and you will now sit like David, the God that killed the bear. The God that killed the lion. Who is this? Goliath is bigger. We know that. But the same God that did not get me stopped at this opportunity to say amen, somebody. I'm telling you, the same God. I'm telling you, and this is, let me let me tell you, this is how you believe for the impossible. When you started the business and you needed 20,000, I know it was small, but to you, 20,000 that time was like 20 million. Yes or no? What happened? Miraculously, miraculously, you found it. The time you needed 100,000, 100,000, like 100 million, you found it. And you say, the Lord that did, the, this was what he was telling them. Even if you have no bread, why are you worrying? Can't you remember, is your heart hard? That you cannot, your mind is not affected. So what he was saying is this. This is how you change. Because the major problem you people have is that, you say, I should just believe God can do it. It's difficult. Because we learned unbelief from experience. Yes or no? Exactly. There are things that happened to you that brought the conclusion that the the funding is difficult. But if you want to change that, the same way things happened that led to a conclusion, you'll go back into your past and say, wow, Lord, I remember. It was in 1992. When I was trying to start a business, I needed $5,000. It was impossible it came through. The same way, and let me tell you something, if you want to be honest, it took you more pain to get that $5,000 than where you are right now. And the same God that did a 5,000 and did a 20,000. How did it happen? It was nothing less than a miracle. Total miracle. The same God will do this right now. Let me tell you something. This is how I pray. Father, thank you for what you did in the battle. Why am I saying that? I'm connecting my cognitive senses. So, the reason why is that if I... If let me tell you, by setting watch this now. By saying that this guy is a billionaire, if I just say billionaire, even when they're billionaire, you will consider him billionaire. Once I start taking note of what the Lord is doing, one by one by one by one by one, even the one that is undone will bow to it. <laughs> one day, I was in a meeting, all Nigerians greeting the pastors, and there's a greeting them, they were bowing down, some of them knelt down. I just say, white guy. Two, three white guys, they just knelt down and greeted the pastor. How did they do? As they saw it going, it came to their turn. They aligned. The same thing. The key thing is this. This is the key thing. This is why you find it difficult to believe. You find it difficult to believe because of your past. Because you remember all the things I've done and you keep that. So this is how you find it difficult to believe you keep that record that I tried in January. I saw Mr. John, I saw my auntie, I saw this, I saw that, I saw this. You begin to count. Why is it so difficult? And God says, if you do that, you will, you will not see the miracle. So how do you get the miracle? You begin to count all the ones that happened that made it easy. It will happen that way. And this is what I'm saying. If it can shift. Because, let me tell you something. Ever look up here. Look up here. When you read about falling in the Bible most of the time, the funding was with the people. They never saw it. I'm telling you. Look at the story. Look, <laughs> look at the story of this lady, Haggai. The Bible says, Haggai had put his child aside and said she would die. When God opened her mouth, God did not create a well. A well was beside that. She did not know she was there. And just because of how she was thinking. Look at the woman with the, um, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the pot of oil. The pot of oil was in the house, yet she said she had nothing. What I'm saying to you is that what you will turn to fall is with you right now. That's what I'm saying. But the reason why you cannot see it is because of the way your mind is operating. Your mind is in the realm of what's impossible. Glory to God. I say 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 glory to God. Let's close this. Nehemiah chapter 1. I mean, I would, I would try to finish up in the next service. Nehemiah chapter 1. So there are a lot of business people that said, I should get this. We should get 200 million. You know, that's the problem. You need to move the shoe to a must. And not just a must. When it becomes a must, it becomes, I have this. this has, there's no other way that this has to be done. Glory to God. So I want to show you some things quickly. Zechariah chapter, chapter 4. Zechariah chapter 1. Did Wale give you those weights? He, he put some weights over there. He, he gave it to you? Okay. Zechariah chapter 1. So how do you believe, and I'm going to rush because I have five steps, but I'm just going to say it. How do you believe God for this financial increase? Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 1. Let's jump to verse 2. Then Hanani, one of the... My, my brethren came, and certain men of Judah I asked them concerning the Jews that escaped; they were left of the captivity and concerning Jerusalem, and they said unto me that the remnant that are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction, reproach. The walls of Jerusalem are also broken down, and the gates are burnt with fire. The Bible says this, verse four, this is Nehemiah, and then when it came to pass, I heard these things. I sat down and wept. And mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. And let me say what happened. This is how God provides funding. The whole Nehemiah story is a, is a story of a project. The project was building the walls of Jerusalem. How does God provide funding for you? The first thing God does is this He will gradually put you in a place of discomfort. Gradually. You will never expand or grow your funding without that discomfort. This is what will happen to you. And God is very powerful. And God is very wise. When He wants to change you financially, this is what will happen to you. Wow. You will just be, maybe you do a housing project. And you've been doing projects, maybe five or six houses, everything is 200 million. You will just come to a place, nothing has happened though. It may just be a trip to Abuja. And you see your friend. And your friend will just tell you, oh, you know that houses we own this twenty four estates and it's two point four billion, and you be like, hey? <sighs> you know, then all of a sudden you come back and you cannot sleep, and what God has done is this: come, sir. You have to be very strong, girl. This is what God does. You have, yeah, I'm going to catch. You need to catch it. What God wants to do, when' are not send you. He will throw weights at you. Uh huh. Is easy? Then I want to throw the two at the same time. He will just throw weights. Uh huh. The reason why is that he needs you to catch weights, so he will throw weight at you. You will just be driving past a house. What you wear was a testimony two years ago. All of a sudden, you'll be like, ah, Why do I stay in a one-bedroom flat? What has happened? God has thrown weight at you. You will just look at your car and say, What kind of car is this? It's not time for an upgrade. he will just just throw weight. Many of you don't understand these things of the Spirit. Because how does God enlarge you? He will begin to put desires for bigger things in your heart. Some of you are here, you are doing contract 5 million, 10 million. You just say, you know what, this is over. I'm not going to do it. How many of you have done this before? You just came to a point, you're like, I'm not doing all this kind of nonsense job of 2 million. Uh, If that happened to you before, yeah. What happened? You just got to a point and you may not know, God just threw weight. What God did was to cause you a discomfort. Because until you're in a place of discomfort, you cannot grow. Most of you don't understand what God is doing. So for Nehemiah, Nehemiah was okay. God just made sure he about Jerusalem. And that destroyed him forever. Sometimes this disruption is going to come through crisis. Sometimes this disruption is going to come through news. Sometimes this is going to come to opportunities. Let me, let me show you what the Bible says in Micah chapter 4. Micah chapter 4. And I'm saying so so that you can begin to recognize that you're on the path of growth. Micah chapter 4. Are you there? Good. Micah chapter 4. Verse 10. See what the Bible says here. Wow. Micah chapter 4 verse 10. See what the Bible says. Be in pain and live but to bring forth. (laughs) He says, all daughter of of Zion, like a woman in travail. So when God throws weight at you, is that because you began to conceive something, the discomfort you feel is a discomfort of a change of level. What people do is to reject it rather than embrace it. How many of you are feeling such kind of discomfort? Some of you are here. You just keep hearing that I want to have dollar income. If you don't know where you got it from. It just, you don't understand that God is... Don't you understand this? The Bible says it's God that works in you both to will and to do that desire. Many of you don't know it's God's desire. So you ignore it. Meanwhile, God is saying that the first thing I want to do when I want to increase you is that I put the desire there. So that when you begin to pay attention to the desire, you can explode. be having this, I don't know, I need a dollar income. And you don't understand, it's God that is at work in you. But to will, I want to ask you, when Jesus fed the five thousand did they ask him to feed him? He didn't ask them, as he sought them, he just had a desire. In that desire, when he had desire, did they have money? No. But in that desire was provision. That's how the thing opened up. In responding to that desire, did Nehemiah, did God say Nehemiah go and build? No. As he heard the news, there was a troubling, there was a travail, there was a pain in responding. So, what I'm saying is that once you have this kind of discomfort, don't run away. Stay on it. So, this is a first step in provision. When that discomfort comes, stay on it. And let me say something I want to warn you here. When that discomfort comes, don't fulfill it by the flesh. What's by the flesh? When Abraham did not have a child, the discomfort came. When the pressure was much, and Sarah did not have a child. Abraham went on to Haggai and produced Ishmael. Some people, when that discomfort comes, because of external pressure to meet up, they go into the flesh to produce something. And what they eventually produce is Ishmael, not what? Isaac. And the problem is that eventually, when your testimony comes, Ishmael will begin to fight your testimony. Glory to God. I'm saying so. What do you do? The second thing you do with that is that you go into prayer. And that's why, if you're not spiritual, this thing cannot work because it's not a method, it's a relationship. As soon as Nehemiah had the discomfort, he went into prayer. Father, this is what I'm feeling. Is this what you are saying? This is what's going on in the spirit. What's going on? Because I don't want to miss a signal. What's going on? And the third thing is this. So, you began to go into prayers. Because two prayers, three things will happen. You will get perspective. You will get strategy. You will get empowerment. And the third thing is this. To so begin to recognize the channels of provision for you. The channels of provision. What are channels of provision? Number just fa- four, five things. These are the ways of, of funding. Number one, your current funding can come from what you're doing. Your current funding can come from So either you're working, your funding can come from that. The second thing is this. It can come from your savings. Number three, it can come from your family and friends. Number four, it can come from partnerships. And number five, it can come from leverage. The key thing this morning is this. And this is the key thing. This is where I want to stay. This is where I see the problem. You don't think you can raise the money. That's why I see the problem. You are only hoping that you will raise it. Sincerely, you don't think you can raise it. And you don't think you can raise it because it's still a should. It's not what it must. That's what you have to do. And it's a... I mean, all of you just... And when I give the example about health, all of you understand what I'm talking about. Because people that cannot raise 300000 for their business, if someone gets sick, they'll raise $5 million for him. Yes or no? What's the difference? The difference? Question... Why is it easier to raise three million for him, and not three hundred thousand? The reason is simple: in their heart, they believe they could raise three million. In their heart, they didn't believe they could raise what three hundred thousand. And as a man believes in his heart, so we see. Are you ready? Let's pray. Father, anyone I've been missing, concerning this funding, let your light shine on it. Stand on your feet, please. Let's pray. Let your light shine on it. 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 Teach me to move my shoe to a must. Teach me to move my shoe to a must. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Thank you, Jesus. 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 In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we thank you for your word. And Lord, thank you because the earth is the Lord and His fullness thereof. Thank you because it's done right now. Thank you because the falling has been released. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Were you blessed this morning?